I mean, in effect, on the starting stage, you might as well explicitly ask the user what he wants and then navigate the downstream uh, journey in yeah. that direction itself. Yeah. And it, it's perfectly okay to do this. Okay, super. So now we have uh, the guy who's been onboarded and now he has a bunch of, let's say, clicks and behaviors. Yeah. This is your prior users. You understand that this kind of click behavior would lead into this kind of behavior, which is either desirable or undesirable. And hmm. you want to make hmm. interventions. Let's Correct. move into this part. Yeah. So now with respect to the intervention that we could plan, um, like I said, so in fact, uh, when it comes to interventions, if we can break it down into, let's say, four buckets. Okay. One, of course, is product. Second is notifications. Second is incentives. And okay. the third one is, of course, people, right? Your customer support mm -hmm. team and so mm -hmm. on and so mm -hmm. forth. So let's start with each one of them. Okay. So let's say, let's start with product. Now, when the user is inside the product's ecosystem and just, just picking up to a previous conversation, mm. we've identified the user's intent that amongst 10 things that you're offering, he's interested in three or four, for example, sure. right? So on your day one, your experience has to sort of meet those three, four things and not 10 things. Right now, if yeah. I'm, I don't want to name the bank, but it always shows me those exact same 10 options at all times, whether I yeah. pick the first one, second one, third one. Right. What you're saying is in your case, you're able to now uh, reduce the number of options the user sees because you know that this guy is likely more interested in this. Correct. Uh, if, if not reduce, at least sort them a little differently. Yes. That's yes. kind of where a bit of personalization on yes. user experience on the app itself Correct. comes in. Okay? Correct. So that, that's one. Hmm. Now, second is once that you've created the landing experience, then you know what actions potentially this user should take so that they start uh, getting closer to the aha moment, sure. habit moment and so on that's and so forth. That's why your steering and nudging gets involved. And that's when your nudging gets involved. So yeah. it can start off with, let's say, showing them how to do it. Let's say, uh, highlighting the bank transfer, for example, right? Sure. It has to start with the discovery of that, hey, there's a bank transfer feature mm. on the platform. Mm. So in the entire context of the app, can you highlight that piece and sort of get the user to start engaging with let's that. Let's go with one example here. Mm. Uh, let's say the guy was interested in investments and he went through the mutual fund sure. options okay. and then we delve deeper into his own journey. Yes. So how would you steer him towards a perfect behavior? You wanted him to load the money, he's done that now and now he's explored mutual funds and now you want him to maybe invest in a couple of them sure. through your platform. Sure. So how does it whole play out now? So I think in this case, what we could do is uh, maybe take, can we take some other example? Absolutely. But let's say, let's talk about building Transfers. the user Bank transfer, transfer for example, right? Now, within the entire Jupyter app ecosystem, on the landing page, you have a bunch of things, but there, the bank transfer sits in the payment tab. Payment tab. One level below. One level below, okay. right? So, on the home page itself, I have to sort of ensure that I'm creating an entry nudge for the user to explore bank transfer. Sure. That is one way to look at it. Huh. The other way is bank transfer is also present in a different, let's say, page, which is, let's say, payments, right? When the user organically goes to the payments page, mm. I should show that nudge around, around bank transfer. Sure. When let's say the user enters into the bank, bank transfer flow, there are certain steps the user is expected to do. Now, most importantly, I need not be too intrusive as well. Right? Sure. Let's say I can let the user explore that flow by themselves. If he's not struggling, you would not. Yeah. If he's her. not struggling or she's not struggling, then I would sort of not keep it more, more intrusive because that also mm. leads to a bad user experience. Right? But let's say if, if I feel that the it, it's been certain time the user came in and did not let's say perform that action, hmm. then I might want to do some interventions. Sure. Right? The, so that, that is one way to look you at it. You be very inspired by how you'll draw out a funnel in a product analytics tool and understand that, okay, this point to this point, the drop off is so much, the average session time is this much, now it's exceeded average session yes. time, yes. time for nudge. Correct, yeah? correct. So that, that's more from a product lens, huh. right? And it can get to the extent of, am I just uh, letting them uh, am I just suggesting them that you should do it or am I giving them a particular use case or guiding them how to use this tool? For example, in case of sure. bank transfer, I could this say that. This is purely a content topic, right? What would be your nudge 
textually yes, contained yes, essentially yes 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 because that has that has also has to marry meaningful with delta. Hmm. correct it it also brings meaningful delta it has to let's say also marry with the intent of the user correct. right so that's one way to look at it when when we hmm. look at product interventions sure second one is notifications right which is in app not in app the ones that you will send on the device yes uh, yes could be let's like say push notifications way. could be let's say emailers etc so multiple channels at play depending on what the user is responding well correct to. correct uh, that's triggered at the right time uh, in some sense because if the user came to the bank transfer page but add, did not add a pay yes, or whatever yes. then you know that this is a leakage in the funnel at this point you knew do some right. sort of a notification around that's that. right so there was in app experiential elements where i'm here right now and mm-hmm. there is a certain nudge that's happening because you know that the previous users who uh, come here have spent only 30 seconds to get to this point but now this guy has been here for 45 seconds yeah, yeah. so something must happen Correct. and you would do this for the most high impact plays because obviously different parts of the funnel there's different quantum of users right. and the delta would be Correct. a little different Correct. okay so your uh, part 1 was product experience inside of things part 2 was the notifications nudges, uh, notification side of things right, right. there were two more pieces that you mentioned yeah here. third of course is incentive right mm. but I, i highly suggest to use incentive very carefully right <laughs> by the virtue <laughs> that you would want the user to perform a action and giving them an incentive of course if you give incentive to any user they would end up performing that action right but it's important to sort of before you get into that lever gauge that would a user naturally perform that action let's say bank transfer is still let's say uh, maybe a maybe a second degree of action that the user may perform on jupiter but let's say upi transaction hmm. the one of the first few thing that they would end up doing on the platform it may not makes a lot of sense for me to incentivize that action right so gauging what actions to be incentivized that's the second piece to it and the third piece is of course people and i think in hmm. case of people so let's delve into the incentive a little sure. more okay yeah. because it's it's a very interesting subject a lot of people have tried to drive behavior change using incentives yeah. yeah and it's usually been a blunt instrument give this discount to everybody irrespective of where they come from whether they're yeah. any they're going to make that transaction so you know in a quick commerce scenario if at 7 am i'm ordering a you know box of bread a pack of bread i would have ordered even if you didn't give me that 10 rupees off that's right so are you saying that you're going to be very cautious about how do you offer incentives for behavior and you're not like a one size fits all blunt yes. incentive to, to aggressively grow that yes. particular chain yes 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 so it's more calibrated more right in fact i've i've had some discussions with uh, uh, some of some of the other growth folks in the hmm. industry and i think people have gone to the depth of let's say again Uh, building clusters of users sure. and sort of predicting that each cluster of user mm-hmm. what is the potential atv that i could derive from right. them or lifetime value i can derive from yeah. them and if they see the value that this particular user base if given an incentive it increases increases the ltv by let's say x percentage sure. only then that the offer is sort of given out to well, them of course so the ltv can become a topic of how you measure this whole thing but yes. at a very simple level you know so one of the examples i saw is you go to a starbucks they have yeah. this uh, app of course and they also have this mastercard little table standy now which is uh, if you tap and pay you get 100 rupees off mm-hmm. now my hunch is they want a lot more people to try tap and pay for the first time yeah. if they experience it they'll feel happy about it and yes. next time they will not yes. an incentive to yes do this. that's right to use incentives to change behavior which is very quickly a good moment but then the incentive can be weaned off correct if they have to keep giving me those 100 rupees to keep tapping my card it doesn't make sense yeah, but if they can yeah. just show it to me once and then it's withdrawn i'll still continue to tap my card that's right is the right way to structure incentives yeah you are yeah. exactly right uh, that if on the on giving an incentive we are trying to change a behavior but is that behavior sustainable right without the incentive without the incentive hmm. and tap and pay is like a classic example in fact that that's the fun discussion that we have had internally as well sure. right you paying uh, via upi versus versus tap and pay right, right? everybody has adopted upi but but i have come across certain set of users 
who still feel between UPI and, and tap and pay. Tap and pay is a more seamless Slightly experience. Slightly more seamless. Yeah, so they just have to I'm pull their card. Yeah, and and it just gets through. Hmm. So I, I don't have to enter password twice. I don't have to open Google Pay or correct, whatever apps. Correct, right? correct. And in this case, we were consciously trying to change a habit of a user, hmm. and maybe the user may may not have done tap and pay without that incentive. Sure. Maybe given that incentive. Sort of made them do that experience, at least once, and then they had that arm moment to sustain that. Correct, right? 